Today, we're talking about six things to get your youth ministry off to the right start in the new year. Welcome to Ministry Coach Podcast. If this is the first time we're meeting, my name is Jeff Lascola and this is Kristen Lascola. In this channel, we talk everything youth ministry, specifically how to help you grow the health and size of your youth ministries. So today we're going to talk all about how to go into 2023 on the right path for success. Yeah, I love a new year. I love a fresh start. And today we're talking about how do we start off right because we all have goals for the new year, whether it's with our health or our family or spiritually, and hopefully you have some work goals as well. And so I'll take you through what I like to do for the new year. And to be honest, I actually start this a little bit before. So the last two weeks of December, I kind of have a little bit more of a chill schedule. We cancel program for those two weeks. We still have church on the weekend, but no midweek program gives my leaders a break, gives me a break. And I, what time I would have been spending toward program and curriculum and speaking, I spend toward getting ready for the new year. Mm. Cause I like to start already ahead. That is like my favorite thing to already feel like I've made progress before the year has even begun. It's wonderful. (laughs) So I'll tell you what I do and then feel free to adopt it for you. So uh, the first thing I like to do is plan my entire calendar for the forthcoming year in December. So we've mentioned it on previous podcasts, but just to refresh your memory, I send out four calendars or publish four calendars a year. So we do it in three month stints. And so the winter one is December through February, spring, March through May, summer, June through August, and fall, September through October. So I like to write all those calendars this time of year. Mm. So I have the whole entire year out in front of me. Now it won't get published all at once. I send it out seasonally. And then when we get close to that season, I take a look at it again, make sure, is this still correct? Is this still what I want to do? But at least I have a snapshot of my entire year and it helps me have just like this framework for what we're going to do and when and how to prepare and what we need. And I'm not brainstorming last minute. I need an event for April. What should I do? I already know what I'm doing in April in December. And so if I want to tweak it a little bit for it to be different or whatever, that's fine. But, um, the things that make it on there are all of our program dates, our services on the weekend, midweek program events, camps, stuff like that. And so then you I put it out like a paper copy, hard copy that people can pick up at our info booth Mm -hmm. anytime. And we also publish it on our website online. So if you want to see what that looks like, you can go to chaosjh.com. That's our ministry site and you can get an example of what that looks like. So do you mail them out as well? You know, if I were smaller, I would. And I did when we were a smaller ministry. Now the postage is just too much for that many kids. But I, one thing to make sure it actually gets in the hands of parents is during my pickup on Tuesday nights, if the season is about to change and we're putting out our new calendar, I will hand it to the cars during pickup. Mm. I'll just be like, Hey, here's what we have coming up for this next season. Just wanted you to be in the loop. And we've talked about before. It's a great thing to hand out to new students, new parents 
parents, new families, so that right away they can get right involved. Yeah. You definitely don't want new people to have to search for information. You push it to them. You don't make them navigate and pull out and search and find to get on the website. You just make them, hey, here's something you mm-hmm. can put in your hand today. And also make sure a little pro tip is always put your information on the bottom of the calendar. The best way to get a hold of you, whether that's your office phone, cell phone, text, you could do your email address, however you communicate best, make sure people have a way to get a hold of you to ask questions. So that is the year. And if you have a church like mine, I have to reserve those facilities anyways, Mm. you know, so then I can give all those dates to our admin and say, I'm using this room on this date instead of this double booking situation where you go to do an event and someone else is like, well, we're having a men's Bible study that night. It's like, ah, so if you could just get ahead and the whole staff can see your calendar, it's super helpful. Um, all right. Number two, kind of along the same lines as the calendar, you fill it in with the events. Well, for this is not what I would put on a public calendar, but planning your games on your own personal calendar. So you can also do games in a three month rotation. I think you really only need three months worth of games. If you want to go. All, yeah. I mean, cause then you play what a game four times a year right. and or maybe even less if you do, you could do a six month game rotation, whatever, but at least get three months at a time going and then you can just recycle and reuse them. So, cause kids like playing games multiple times anyways. It's not like they want to play it one time and then that's it, again. you know, or, or next year. But yeah, doing it once every quarter seems fair, you know. Yeah, especially if you have like your list of favorite games, you know, there's games that I have students requesting over and over. So it would be weird to, I think, only play the game one time in the whole entire year and then a student misses it. Or, now, to, or to play it every single week. Yeah. So three months to me is a pretty reasonable amount of time. And so just make sure you have a different mix of like different types of games in there. So think about games in terms of outdoor, indoor, active versus more passive, like screen games Mm -hmm. or sitting games versus running around games. And then another category I like to think about is team game versus individual game versus small group. Sometimes a small group is the team. Sometimes it's red versus blue boys versus girls. And sometimes it's like every man for himself kind of game. And so I think it's good to mix that up. You know, the small group one, those are really great, but not every single week, but I just want to make sure you don't neglect those because it's a really great team building kind of thing. Yeah. So get your games going and, I don't know about you, but my Tuesday night games, like my midweek program games are very different than my weekend games. So you really are planning two game calendars, like your weekend games. And then because my Tuesday night group, it's too big to Mm -hmm. do a lot of like my Sunday morning games. Sunday morning I can do, I only have one classroom to work with. Tuesday night, I have the entire church, you know, and so it's very different. The types of games we play energy is very different. And And you're splitting up your service into three or your, your youth group into three different services on a Sunday. Yeah. So So you're not going to play your big hype energy games that need sound and lights and you know, all this stuff, it's going to be a little simpler. So get your favorite weekend games, your favorite midweek games and get to work plugging that into your calendar. Okay. The other thing you want to do 
natural follow would be your teaching calendar. So, uh, depends. Like some people plan their whole three years. I have people for three years and I already know what I'm teaching sixth, seventh and eighth grade, you know, like if you purchase like a curriculum, mm. you know, that's usually how it comes. It gives you two or three years worth of stuff. Maybe you just want to plan a year. Maybe you just want to plan three or six months, whatever works for you. But I wouldn't, I would sit down and think at least for the next three month minimum teaching calendar. You're, so, you're just saying like the con or the series that you're going to do and the topics, not writing out your sermons. Right. Obviously. So like I'm doing Jonah in January. I know that we're going to do that. And then I need to, Ooh, maybe we'll do a relationship series in February. And then in March, maybe we'll do serving, mm. um, because that lines up with one of our major outreach events, starving to serve. So, there you go. I just have three months worth of lessons. Mm -hmm. And then, yeah, you're right. I'm not going to sit down and have a whole outline and graphic package and everything ready to go, but at least I know the direction I'm going so mm -hmm. that when it gets close, I can think about, all right, we're starting Jonah. Do I have a cool graphic I could use for that? Or how do I want to break this up? And you start to get more detailed as you get closer, but it's great to have a snapshot of the year. I used to just be like, it'd be Wednesday. And I'd be like, I don't know, what do we want to talk about this weekend? You know, but there's just, I think the idea behind all of these is for my personality. And I don't know if this is the same for you, but I feel like creativity comes with margin. So mm -hmm. the more margin I give myself, the better youth pastor I feel like I am because like, okay, no, I'm talking about Jonah. I don't know exactly what I'm saying, but now that I don't have to worry about what I'm saying, I can worry about how to make it really good, how to be creative, how to communicate it. Is there a cool illustration I can use? Like there's just more creativity, the more slack you give yourself. Mm -hmm. So if you kind of do the hard work of just planning ahead, then you can use that extra time that would have been put toward putting things on paper to getting, making it as good as it possibly can yeah. be, you know? I'm a little bit different in that I feel like my most creative moments come in the last hour. Interesting. But I then wish I had so much more time to do them because I'm in the last hour. Uh, so it's yeah. kind of like my, I'm my own worst enemy at that. But I, yeah, I do feel like as someone's I just can't quite get it and it's not coming to me until it's like last minute. And then it's like, Oh, I have a brilliant idea, but now I don't have any time to do it. And that's so. the worst. You know, I feel like when I'm under the gun, I'm like, I don't know, let's play dodgeball and watch a video. I, <laughs> and I can't, I don't know because I just like malfunction, yeah. you know, I don't work well under pressure and some people do. Like, I don't like it. I hate it, but yeah. I feel like sometimes that's when my best comes out in certain circumstances. Well, and I feel like, like you said, you kind of kick yourself because you're like, man, we could have done this. Right. We could have done that. I could have ordered that, right. but now it won't get here in time. <laughs> I've had that happen a million times. Yeah. Like, let's play. I wanted to play like glow hockey, street hockey once because it was dark. And I was like, oh, we could get one of those glow balls. Mm -hmm. Oh, it was too late because it wasn't going to come in right. time. You know, so if you're a little bit ahead, you can put the little extra frills on there right. and make it really fun instead of like scraping by, oh, let's go to the dollar store and get whatever we can <laughs> in the next five minutes. So, okay. So we've got our calendar. We've got our 
teaching calendar, our game calendar. We're feeling really good. And then number four, I like to evaluate leadership habits at the end of the year slash beginning of the new year and just kind of think and evaluate to myself, like, where do I want to grow? And what that could look like is what books do I want to read this year and order them and schedule them? I'm going to read one a month and here's how I'm going to do it. Um, What would you recommend off the top of your head? Um, leadership book. Yeah. Uh, lead like a shepherd by Larry Osborne. Okay. Yeah. I read that one. It was phenomenal. Um, thriving in Babylon by Larry Larry Osborne, (laughs) accidental Pharisee by Larry Osborne. Uh, I'm, this podcast is sponsored by Larry Larry Osborne. Osborne. Uh, yeah. I just feel like his leadership books are just, yeah. Incredible. I love them. Craig Groeschel has a new one out and I really want to read it. Um, so yeah, what do you want to read this year? How do you want to grow? Is there a conference you want to attend? Do you need to go get permission for that or budget that or buy the ticket or whatever it might be? There's one I really want to go to in March. And so I'm trying to figure out how to make that happen right now. Um, so where do you want to grow in leadership or maybe some new habits you want to adopt? Like maybe you want to be better at thanking people, thanking your leaders this year. So you come up with a schedule of, I'm going to write, I'm going to order a big pack of blank thank you cards, and I'm going to write one a week for the year. And that way my leaders are constantly getting thanked, or I'm going to come up with a plan of, I never do fun leader events. I'm going to, while I'm planning my calendar, I'm going to plan three fun leader events and schedule them now. I've never done a leader retreat or, you know, what new habits do you want to adopt that are going to make you a better leader, Mm -hmm. whether that's what you are actually doing, like caring for your leaders or what needs to be poured into you. Maybe you need to set up some lunches with a mentor and get like right down in like your journal or something. These are the people I want to have lunch with this year and start reaching out to them. Mm -hmm. So where can you grow? Where can you be better? I always feel like, like a death sentence for leadership is just stagnation. You know, it's just, you kind of get in this weird rut and you're not growing and you're not getting any better. So I think you have to plan for that. I don't think you're going to naturally just get better, but I think there has to be a plan for how to do that. And it doesn't have to be overwhelming, but even if you scheduled a couple mentor lunches and bought a couple leadership books and, you know, found a new leadership podcast that you haven't listened to before, you're already like going to improve, you right. know, and setting aside that time. Cause what gets planned gets done and For don't sure. just kind of make it this thought of, well, I should do that, but I don't ever act on it. You know, right. put it as like, no, on Mondays at, you know, 12 to one, I do this or whatever. And so, yeah. And sometimes you need to make an appointment with yourself. You know, that's kind of my Thursday. Too busy. No time for me. <laughs> no time. But <laughs> like Thursdays become my, all right, I have a little bit of margin. Where do I want to grow? You know, and what's margin? What is this you speak of? Poor Jeff. He's so busy. (laughs) Okay. Number five, spruce up your space. So that's another thing I like to do. Kind of make it fresh for the people who are in your classroom, in your youth room, in your church all the time. It's fun when there's a new little fun element to, I had a, Uh, my old campus pastor used to always call it surprise and delight, you know, just like where it creates a fresh wind in people's sails when it's like, Ooh, something kind of new and exciting, not 
the same little rut routine every single year, every single week, every single day. So for example, the ones I think I'm going to do this year is order a few new switch games. I think that will delight the boys for (laughs) sure. I'm going to start putting a hot cocoa bar in my room. I'm probably going to regret this (laughs) because I cleaned up three spills on Sunday, one Italian cream soda, one giant glass of water and one hot chocolate. I was like, I feel like I were going to preschool. Can you people stop <laughs> spilling your drinks, please? So I was thinking we already have donuts, but I thought, Oh, how fun. Like yeah. we'll have hot cocoa available for the kids. It's just a hot water Cambro and Swiss Miss packets with mm. cups. Like it's very simple, but they asked for it. And so <laughs> we're very excited about it. You know, another weird thing they want the student suggested a gumball machine. Oh, okay. Uh, and I looked them up. They're very cheap. They're about 30 bucks. So now you can clean gum off of everything. And that's what I said. I was like, then you're <laughs> they're just going to put their gum everywhere. So little things like that. Or we're going to repaint our four square and make it much like cleaner and brighter and new. What else? You could get like, uh, one thing we did is a countdown clock for our summer camp. Yeah, that's really cool. And we had like, you can print out, the kids love this, like if you have some really cool pictures from your camps or events, you can print them out on foam board and make like a picture collage or something like that. And we put that around our countdown clock. So just something new. It doesn't have to be expensive or grandiose, but just something where people come in the room and something new has happened. Something has changed. So spruce up your space. And along those lines, purge something, you know? Mm. So here's, I like to go through and like, all right, what's in my storage that doesn't need to be there? What's in my office that doesn't need to be there? Here's a big one for me. I don't know if you guys are like this. My inbox is a wreck. (laughs) And I really am like, okay, I'm going to delete. Like for me, I have a lot, especially in my personal, like a hundred a day, you know, because I just get all these promotions, but just having a clean inbox or something about opening your email. I did what I need to do for the day. It's gone. Mm -hmm. And we start again the next day, but I've gotten far behind. So what areas can you purge and clean up? Is there an area of your youth room that it's like, why is there a tangle of Christmas lights and old water bottles here? Like, let's trash it. Let's get rid of it. One really great way to purge, and I think we talked about this on an episode before, but I'll remind you because we just did it and it was a blast. So if you have a bingo set, if you don't get a bingo set, they're cheap on Amazon. They're very, very easy to, and every time, very, what did I even I just know, say? You trailed off there. Yeah. <laughs> zizzer, zizzer, zizzer. Um, so if you have a bunch of stuff that's piled up, like you had old banners from an event or candy that's about to expire Gross. or yeah, they love it. They love it. Maybe like lost and found accumulates oh, and there's stuff it. in there that you know yes. is lost like and found 12 stuff. years old stuff from camp. So we do this thing called garage sale bingo. And when we accumulate a bunch of stuff, like we had old costumes, like these sombreros and just a bunch of stuff that was like laying around. I'm like, I don't, I guess I'll donate it. Ah, let's turn it into a game. Mm -hmm. So when a kid gets bingo, they get to come up to the table and (laughs) choose a prize. And like we had these, I mean, it was kind of gross. I told him just get a little bleach and water, get some disinfecting soap, but these giant, very expensive, very nice hydro flasks oh. and that were just left there. And I'm like, these are 
$50 water bottles. <laughs> the kids took them. I'm like, I mean, they're, they're washable. Yeah. And then we had like banners from, uh, our battle event, you know, like the different teams I had on these vinyl banners. I had like leftover candy and soda from like a beach event that I'm like, okay, <laughs> summer is long gone. I guess I need to get rid of these Hershey bars from the s'mores. We gave away. What else did we give away? Uh, little decorations in our room and stuff like that. And it was like, the kids loved it. It was so much fun. <laughs> you need to get rid of after a summer camp or a winter camp, the bag of socks, because oh. there's always like, 50 and underwear. Sales. There's always a pat. There's always a pair of boxers. Always pair of boxers. Just bag that all up and, and a pillow. Always a pillow too. I'm like, <laughs> don't you? Those are the like maybe socks and underwear. I can understand, but like your pillow was gone. Right. You did not notice your. <laughs> But like, yeah, so and the kids loved it. And so they were so bummed, like when the game was over, they're like, we want to play again. And that's just a creative way to purge and get yeah. rid of weird stuff. Or if you have leftover, you would be surprised what they like and what they'll get into <laughs> and what gets them excited. They like weird stuff. It's kind so. of like a competition in a in a white elephant gift exchange. Yeah. You know, where they want to win yep. and they're winning garbage. That's a good way to look at yeah. it. So um, those are what, six, seven ideas, six ideas for you of just let's start the year off right. Yeah. I'm excited. I have my last program tomorrow, our Christmas party, and then I'm done with midweek program from the year for the year. So I'm going to get started on all of this at the end of this week. And I already feel very excited to like, all right, new start, fresh yeah. start, clean it up, purge it, plan. And the hope is to get better and better every year. Yep. So wherever you're at, don't compare yourself to somebody else. Just get better from where you are. Mm -hmm. Don't try to be as good as the person at the church down the street or whoever you're following on social media. Just get better for you right. because your growth has to be on pace with your abilities, your abilities, not your somebody else's. Your race, your pace. Your face. It's first place. Mace. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's better. Mm. So uh, if you guys haven't already seen it, we did a whole episode on how to plan an entire year's worth of games in under 30 minutes. Make sure you check that out. I will link it below. And then also we've also done a... Um, also, we've also... I was going to let that go. Done. I didn't. We've also done a episode about um, calendar planning, how, how to get your entire calendar planned. So make sure you guys check out that too. Uh, so we're also going to do a question. Also, I'm just like saying also, I guess we're going to do a question of the day. You've already kind of expressed everything you're sort of planning on doing this year. I would mm -hmm. like to hear from our viewers and listeners. Make sure you put it in the comments section below. What is one thing you're planning on doing this year that maybe you've never done before? It'd be interesting mm. to see what people have on their radar. Yeah. I would love to know. And now we are going to do a community comment of the day, our favorite part of the episode. And this comes from Caleb Selander, and I apologize if I mispronounced your name. He says, I am a youth pastor in Eugene slash Springfield, Oregon. This morning, I feel like I needed this podcast to get my head straight. Our numbers have been fluctuating recently up and down, and I was discouraged this morning by our decrease in attendance and some heartbreaking issues happening with our youth church. Thanks for the encouraging and useful videos. You Aww. guys rock. Hang in there, Caleb. Thank you for your encouraging words. And you know what? He hit on something. Fluctuating attendance. Yeah 
can mess with a youth pastor's head. Mm-hmm. We take it personally a little bit of like a lot bit. What am I doing wrong? Why don't you guys want to come? You know, but keep riding that wave yeah. and keep plugging away, keep going. Even um, the health, I think even the healthiest most thriving youth For ministry sure. has fluctuations, if 100%. nothing else, just based on what month you're in or what holiday is nearby yep. and things like that. Yep. Absolutely. So it's usually in... not like drastic. Well, I was going to say, you usually can't base it off of one thing. Like they didn't like my message oh, yeah. and nobody's coming back. It's usually a hodgepodge right. of a lot going on. So yeah, yeah. we've all been there. Right. You're, been there. you're in good company. I feel like everybody can relate to that. So mm-hmm. keep your head up and keep pushing forward. Get 1% better every week. Woo. And we thank you guys so much for watching and listening and we we'll will see, see you, you next time. time.